This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday morning. Nice to have you with us from the home studio today, Al Dukes, 345 Hudson Street. I'd say nice to see you at the Eddie's Cazaria, but I can't see you. So, Al, Eli Dukes, what's up, man? How you doing? Good morning, Jerry. I could see you. I see you in my monitor. You're yeah. wearing your glasses. That's your, uh, in your home studio, you wear the glasses. I like it. I, mean, I can't see. That is an issue, sure. But you could see in here, you uh, just prefer not to have the glasses look when you're here in the studio. Well, you know what it is? At, at the, in the studio, I can make the font on the computer much bigger. Oh, yeah. So I can see it. On my laptop, I haven't... That's uh, whatever. So I just scroll, leave it at uh, 12, mm-hmm. and I wear the glasses. It's just okay. a little bit easier. So Fair nice, enough, Nice Jerry. pink red shirt there, Al. Thank you. Yeah. It's uh, You know what the color of this shirt is, Jerry? It's like uh, big red chewing gum. You I know can the see big that. red? Yeah. Like a nice cinnamon, big red chewing gum situation. I like a good cinnamon stick of gum. Who doesn't, Jerry, right? Juicy fruit, double mint, big yeah, red. Yeah, and then you get the, the bazooka and it's gone in like two seconds. Yeah, the bazooka loses its flavor. Yeah. I even like that fruit stripe gum that had the donkey or the horse that was like rainbow colors. It was, was the zebra, new. wasn't it? A oh, zebra? the zebra. It was a zebra. You're right. But instead of uh, black and white stripes, he had the multicolored stripes. Right. Jerry. But again, flavor gone quick. Gone, yeah. That's true. There's, uh, they don't make long-lasting gum, Jerry. Like they used to. Oh, yeah. I just watched uh, the massive highlight package from Browns Bengals. Why? Well, because I, I, I don't <laughs> understand, like, what's going on with the Bengals? They're now 4-4. Four and four. Yeah, they're not good. They're not good. Like, the Browns were beating them 25 nothing at one point. Yeah, and they were all over Joe Burrow, and that was one of the things they tried to fix in the offseason was the offensive line. And it hasn't been fixed. It's actually gotten worse from what I've seen anyway. And they didn't have Jamar Chase last night. I get that. But they still should be good enough to not be trailing 25 nothing to the Browns. Right. And the Browns had a good offensive line last night. Yeah. Those dudes were opening up holes for Nick Chubb. Amazing what a difference it makes, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Uh, a, lot, a couple turnovers there in that game as well. I saw Amari Cooper threw a... You know, it is one of those flip-flip gimmick <laughs> yes. plays for the Browns, and then he threw a pick. I think he got confused. The uniforms, the helmets look the same. He, same colors. Jerry, he threw it. There was not – I know Amari Cooper is not a quarterback, so when you're doing the flip-flip gimmick play and he decides to throw a pass, but there was not a Cleveland Brown around. I think he panicked. He was about <laughs> to get hit, and it was he pulled a Zach Wilson. Instead of it throwing it out of bounds, he just threw it up for grabs. <laughs> well, I actually saw him talk. He w- was trying to throw it out of bounds. 
and he says it's a lot harder than it looks. <laughs> no, it's yeah. not. Throw it no. out of bounds. Well, listen, that's exactly what Zach Wilson had the problem with. Amari oh, Cooper my. can understand. This is what I don't get. You throw it like 10 feet that way. Well, that's what's always funny when you'll see a quarterback like an Aaron Rodgers or uh, Patrick Mahomes when they're down at like the 10-yard line. And sometimes they sail it like seven rows into the yes. – Because uh, they really just don't want anything to do with putting that ball anywhere near in play. That's the smart way to throw it. Yeah. Instead of trying to thread the needle. Yes. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense, Jerry. No. Now, I did see – I haven't watched it yet. But it is on YouTube if anyone missed it uh, last night. Boomer on the Manning cast looked like they had a good time for themselves. I saw I saw most of well, I shouldn't say saw. I listened to most of it yeah. because the guy saved the – he was on for 30 – almost 30 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah, like 20-something 20, 20 minutes, 25 minutes or so. Now, there were a bunch of commercials in between, unfortunately. Yeah, I see the thing on YouTube. The longest one I saw was like 16 minutes. So is that clip then with the commercials taken out? I guess so, yeah. Maybe. But he looked great. Boomer looked fantastic. Oh. Like he looked tanned, well-rested. Exactly. That tremendous lighting, tremendous tan look, crystal yeah. clear. They really got it together over there. I saw they showed Boomer's underpants commercial. Yeah, the Hanes commercials from the back in the day. Yeah, I saw they showed Boomer uh, against the Browns when he and Bernie Kosar used to go toe-to-toe. Yep. yep. It was and, very, very yeah. serious football talk to start. Oh, okay. It was, you know, about... You know, him and the Browns and Bernie Kosar. The the one thing I did like, they were talking about why he was so good with the play-action fakes. So he kind of broke that down. That was kind of fun. Uh, Eli, I guess Peyton did ask about all the phone calls that uh, he's received since 2007 about Eli and said uh, he was his lone supporter in 2007. And then Eli said, great, thanks. You backed me once and killed me the rest of the time. Oh, but, uh, who, Boomer said that? And No, Eli said that to about Boomer. About Boomer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually kind of funny. Yeah. So, All right, good. I hey, saw did a good job. And then I, uh, in the studio here getting ready for the big warm-up program, I saw a bunch of video that uh, CBS Sports Network was previewing for yeah. the program today. And uh, Peyton Manning seems to be smiling and laughing a lot throughout this Boomer thing. He seemed to have a good time for himself. But Peyton doesn't have a care in the world. Yeah. That's the way I take it. And you had Eli with the stupid mask on. He was making fun of him for that. Then they had the Kelsey brothers on. He was having fun with those guys. Like, it's good to be Peyton. And then at some point, I guess they bring them all back because I saw a screen grab of, of all of them on the screen together. Boomer, the Kelsey brothers, and I think Brad Paisley, I think was. Yeah, I think that's who it was. Was on as well, the country singer. Who, nice. Uh, Peyton does commercials with. For Nationwide is on your side. <laughs> that's when Peyton wants to go on tour with him, right? Yes. <laughs> it's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. So, okay, so we had that. Then uh, the Phillies-Astros game, uh, World Series Game 3, rained out. Now, you know who this sucks for the most? Noah Syndergaard? Yes, we got to have the deflated horns today because he went from starting game three of the World Series to eh, go back in the bullpen. Oh, is that right? He's not getting I, – I know he wasn't starting today, the postponed game today. I thought, oh, okay, maybe they'll throw him in the, the game Thursday. I don't think so. I haven't, you know, I haven't looked at the rest of the series probables, 
But what I was reading was that this works out better for the Phillies because while he was going to start Game 3, he's barely pitched for them, and he certainly hasn't started much for them. So now they get Suarez back in, and they've had the extra day. I don't think so. I think he's going to be a bullpen guy, but I will double-check that. That does suck for him. Yeah, it does. Like I said, you went from – you could have gone out there. Now, I wouldn't have expected it being he hasn't pitched all that much, but he could have went out there and threw six or seven, like, one-run innings and given the Phillies a 2-1 series lead. Who knows? Could have turned the tide of the series back into the Phillies' hands, and he could have been a superstar. And maybe he still will be, but he got that taken away because the sports gods, Al, didn't want him pitching. I guess they didn't. The sports gods got together with the weather gods and poured some rain down on Philadelphia. You know who I think it was? George Hallis. <laughs> Again, George Hallis. <laughs> He's always causing trouble, Jerry. That goes to George Hallis. This George Hallis, man. <laughs> now, it does bring up. So they'll play game three tonight at yeah. uh, 8.03. And then the next game, game four, will be Thursday night. Yeah. With Philadelphia Phillies playing and the Philadelphia Eagles playing Thursday night. Against the Houston Texans. That's going to be... A wild time in Philly. Now, I would be interested. You're right. And I would be interested the rating, not around the country. I would love to see what the ratings are in Philadelphia because the Eagles are 7-0, and but the Texans suck. And you're going to have a huge World Series game at your ballpark. I actually think it might give the NFL game a run for its money in Philly. Nowhere else, just in Philly. They ought to move that uh, Thursday night game to Philly, make the Texans come up here, just to make it a whole crazy scene going on over there. I've been there before. Now, similar but very different. Similar in that I've been there before when an Eagles preseason game was going on against the Jets when the Phillies played the Mets. It's wild. It's a lot going on. This is what they should do, because we expect a total demolishing. uh, The Eagles should demolish the Texans, right? Yeah. What they got to do is, in between innings, just keep popping up the score. Like, if it's like 14 nothing, 21 nothing, 20, the crowd will go nuts. You could do that. Or you could move the football game to 7. It'll be over by 8 o'clock. <laughs> be 35 nothing in the second quarter. Uh, yeah. That could be good. That could be good stuff. I love it. I wonder if, in between innings, if they actually play the Eagle game on the board. Not I just the score. Do. I bet they do. They should. If you get, like... Because you could get about 90 seconds in between every inning. Now, it would be awful if that was the plan and the Eagles and Texans are in one of their countless you know, TV timeouts. Yes. But you could also run back high. If you, don't re- if you don't run it live, you could run highlights during the in-between inning segment, and that would really fire the crowd up. Yes. They got to do it, Jerry. And that's assuming the Eagles are doing what we think they're going to do to Houston. Right. Which, which I think they will. Crush them, right. Smack them around. I tell you, it'd be good to be in Philly. I was talking to Spike about this yesterday. You think about where Philly sports is right now. You've got the Eagles 7-0. You've got the Phillies in the World Series. It's unbelievable. The Phillies are in the World Series. I know to a much lesser extent the soccer team is in the MLS, I think, Cup. It's what that's called, I think. The Flyers are off to a good start. I mean, what is not going? The Sixers are supposed to be good. They won last night. I mean, you are, if you're a Philly fan, and like we always talk about in certain cities, you only have your one team per sport. And if you're a Philadelphia sports fan, what is there not to like about what's going on right now? No, you're loving life right now. Oh, my God. You're thinking Super Bowl. You're thinking World Series. You're thinking MLS Cup and all of that. Well, the World Series and the MLS Cup would be within like five, six days of one another. You could have a Super Bowl in, you know, three months. 
Not bad. And who knows about the 76ers? If I was a boss that uh, was uh, working down in Philadelphia, Jerry, like I was a boss of many people, like I had a whole company. Sure. I'd be like this. Friday, everyone's off. Enjoy the games tonight. Party up. Stuff your faces. Drink your beers. No coming to work Friday. Everyone gets a day off. If you owned a coffee shop. Coffee shop? Are you letting people sleep in and you're closing your shop so no, they go party the I, night no, before? No. You just said if you're the boss. I mean, like, of a, like a, I just picture myself like going to a place where there's like a bunch of cubicles oh, where boring. I'm the boss. Right. And I'd just be like, don't come in tomorrow. You know I, why? I'd be like, don't come in tomorrow. Quite frankly, I don't know what anyone does I was here. just going to say, because you don't think they really work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what goes on. <laughs> cubicles why all day long. you have all these people in front yeah. of computers? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> then on Monday, I'd have a meeting, and I'd be like, oh, our numbers on Friday look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they start firing people. <laughs> oh, what were you people doing here? <laughs> we were watching the game, sir. Oh. <laughs> it is funny. Like, when I'm in the Tiki and Tierney studio, when I go in there at 10 o'clock to do the update, and they have the, the curtains, or not the curtains, but the shade is still up, and you can look across. And they got these big office buildings that, for the last couple of years, there was nobody in them. Now people have returned. And I look across. You know what I see? People hanging out at the copy machine. People getting coffee. People walking around. I want to open the window and say, what do you guys get paid to do over there? Because that's one building of about 1,000 in New York City. Yeah. I twice in my life had an office job. Once was with the CBS radio corporate offices. A desk job with CBS radio. Yeah. yeah. Like I was, I worked in the programming department whatever that meant so did you do logs and stuff i don't know what jerry i would get to work i would go sit in my office and be like i don't know what to do (laughs) what was your job description i don't remember (laughs) but i do remember like having a lot of like going wow like when i don't have a show to work on what what how do i differentiate the hours so they just kept you around i don't know what i was doing in there (laughs) and the checks cleared every week they did. What would you say you do here? Yeah, I didn't have an answer for that. <laughs> that is hilarious. Now, let me ask you this. All kidding aside. Yeah. If someone would have come to you and said, we would like to evaluate your job. Uh, jokes aside. <laughs> yeah. What would you say was your daily responsibility? Daily? I don't I, I don't know. All right. <laughs> Once a week. What? Like, give me one thing you did. Okay. At least on a weekly basis. All right. One thing I did when an uh, when an artist had a new album coming out that morning. This was this back then that happened on Tuesday mornings. Right. We would have the artist up, and I would uh, coordinate all of their radio interviews. I'd call the stations. We'd put them on. I'd connect them all, so I would work with them. But that would be like on a Tuesday. And that was it. That was it. Oh my god. That is amazing. They kept you around. And then I think I would like listen to like people's uh, tapes of people who wanted to be talk show hosts. As well, were they... you a boss though? A boss? No. Well, then why was your opinion important? Oh, Jerry, I'm a very influential because <laughs> he he buddied up to Olive. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And now someone's running the company, and you're still producing. <laughs> That's right, Jerry. Let's but see. I don't know if you saw the newspaper. We're number one right now. Is this true? I did not Boomer see the newspaper. Geo. Nice. All right. Well, let's go. Now, we've got a little problem with this program as we're a tenth of a point behind. Somebody. Are we really? Yeah. All right. Well, Which I think is happen. fake news because well, from last I checked, we had a 100 share. I want the streaming numbers. <laughs> 
and I need them immediately. Right now, please. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, listen, good for you. You got through it, and here you are, here a we big are, star between 5 and 6 in the morning. Now, I got to tell you, on the, our next segment, the Fraudulent Five is going to look very different. I'm actually intrigued by this because there was a lot of movement in the league. Yeah. And I did listen. There's a couple of teams I know aren't going anywhere. There's another team that you better not have on that list. So let's do this. We'll take a break. When we come back, Al's fraudulent list of five favorite teams yeah. coming up next. And Boomer and Geo at six on the fan.